0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 101 Vito Scro, running for mayor of the city of Hamilton, recorded on September 26, 2018. Vito Scro, you're running for mayor of the city of Hamilton. Welcome to the Public Records,
1: The 155 Podcast. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. Firstly, tell us, who is Vito Scro. I was born in Hamilton at St. Joe's Hospital. I was raised in Stony Creek. I've lived downtown for 21 years. I was a partner at CBM Chartered Accountants, which is an accounting firm in downtown Hamilton, since 1998. I've since retired from then. I've been engaged civically for many years, most of my life. I was on the Port Authority as a board director. I also chaired the audit committee. I was on HECFINE, the board, as a board director, and I chaired the audit committee for a short period. And up until recently, I was on the board of Infrastructure Ontario, where I was also a member of the audit committee there. Why are you running? Hamilton's a great community. We've been given a a once-in-a-five lifetime opportunity with a commitment from the province to spend a billion dollars on projects of our choosing. I propose to cancel the train, And move forward with the blast network, where we can get express buses from Waterdown to Winona and from Mount Hope to the harbor. We'll also have capital for fixing our roads. We have roads everywhere in various states of disrepair, Burlington Street, Wilson, Cannon, etc. The Claremont axis can be fixed. The containment wall right now is dangling, and it's been like that for 10 years. It's a great example of the infrastructure deficit we face and the inaction we've had to deal with due to Fred's constant obsession with a billion-dollar train. We'll also be able to fix our sewers and our pipes. We've had too many storms where people's basements have been flooded. How have you contributed to
0: your community and our city?
1: Well, I feel I have a long-time civic engagement. I've been involved with raising money for many charitable organizations. We had a dinner for the Hamilton Bulldogs Foundation. We did work with the Sons of Italy Charitable Foundation. I've been actively involved in political campaigns my whole life, successful and unsuccessful. But I feel those were always with people who I truly felt had the best interests of Hamilton at heart. What are your three
0: top policy platforms to create a better Hamilton, and how will you implement them?
1: Improve transit through accelerated implementation of the complete BLAST network. Increased infrastructure spending through the cancellation of the LRT, and use the money to spend on roads, bridges, sewers, containments. In many parts of the city, we still use wood sewers, which is unconscionable in 2018. Increased affordable housing and lowering barriers to entry for home ownership for young people. I plan to form a committee after I'm elected that within 90 days will come up with a plan for 1,000 units of affordable housing. This committee will bring together all levels of government, private developers, not-for-profits, and policy experts. All options are on the table. Legislative requirements, waiving development charges, city contributing land, working with other levels of government to receive discounted land, and whatever else the committee may offer.
0: What are three skills you will bring to elected office that makes you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians as our mayor?
1: As an accountant and businessman, I act on evidence. I prefer to analyze situations and proposals and then make an informed decision. I respect the political process, which means I seek ways of working with people whose political views may be different than my own. I can work with a diverse council without creating divisions. I'm used to working with senior levels of government in a collegial manner. I am a team player who's not afraid to make difficult decisions.
0: The mayor is the only member of city council with a funded office that includes policy analysts, advisors, and other support staff. A note for listeners that ward counselors are provided with one administrative assistant and sometimes a part-time administrative assistant in addition. How will you effectively use your mayor's office to present well-researched policy solutions to city council to improve Hamilton.
1: We'll hire people with experience at all levels of government to use their expertise and bring creative solutions to council and pursue the mandate I've run on if I'm honored enough to be elected mayor. It's important that your advisors are empowered to disagree with your point of view but also expand your range of knowledge and can develop a collaborative and trusting relationship with city staff. In terms of specifics, I plan on having someone working in intergovernmental affairs with a mandate to deal with senior levels of government and ensure that we are aware of all opportunities. Also, I will hire a farm-slash-rural advisor who can keep the pulse of a burgeoning $1.5 billion sector of Hamilton's economy. I'm a big believer in measuring outcomes and working against these honest assessments. It's why, for instance... The
0: mayor is the head of city council and responsible for leading council, including the establishment of decorum and good governance. How will you lead council? And as leader of council, how will you inspire confidence in our local government?
1: Anyone who's been elected mayor holds in them an enormous trust placed by the people of the city. And to return that trust, we must be honest and open with people about the work we plan to do and how we plan to achieve it. I've had a clear platform throughout this race and will be happy to be measured against it. I really believe that clear plans will lead to increased trust in local government, whether or not you necessarily agree with the decisions made.
0: As the only citywide elected official and the only local politician with both a full-time communications officer and significant advertising budget, the mayor's office comes with political capital, the ability to set the political agenda and push forward projects. How will you wisely leverage the mayor's office to achieve results for the residents of Hamilton?
1: We're in the midst of the largest consultative period in the city, elections. If we're successful, we'll use the power of the mayor's office to advance our agenda at every level of government. We'll cultivate relationships at Queen's Park and Parliament Hill. And we'll be clear about when they've been helpful, and we'll be very clear where they've acted against our interests.
0: How will you communicate and connect with the residents of Hamilton if elected mayor?
1: Well, we'll use all means at our disposal to communicate with the residents, but I plan to be available for meetings with residents as well. It's my belief that social media can be used more effectively. It's fine to tweet out the fact that one is attending a community event, but policy and policy rationale could be better and more regularly communicated through social media. I would begin by appointing a communications staff with relevant expertise and initiate a dialogue with local media, both legacy and new media, to develop the best communication platforms and protocols available.
0: Hamilton's zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density transit-connected housing in walkable communities, as important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As the mayor, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you lead on citywide planning and provide the leadership needed to ensure the 740,000 residents projected to live in Hamilton in 2041 truly live in the best place to raise a child and age successfully?
1: As I said earlier, one of my most significant platform planks is to create an advisory group on housing with the mandate to increase affordable housing and reduce barriers to first-time homebuyers. Again, this group will have members from the federal government, the province, not-for-profits, private developers, and any other sector that group may find appropriate. If the group comes together and recommends the removal of zoning barriers and the need for more duplexes, triplexes, courtyard apartments, row townhouses, I'm open to that. If we identify lands that the city, province, federal government own that would be appropriate for some gentle density with a below-market rent requirement, I'm also happy to pursue those sort of arrangements.
0: Since amalgamation, the city of Hamilton has failed to meaningfully engage youth. In late 2017, the city began creating a youth strategy. What is your position on youth engagement, and what are your plans to better engage youth?
1: There's a consultation currently underway, and I'm looking forward to seeing those results. I suspect, though, the results will be clear. Youth want transit options, green space, career opportunities, and affordable rental reduced barriers to home ownership. I've addressed this in my platform, and I'm happy to move forward on these initiatives in my term as mayor. I believe engagement is important as we live in an area of competing distractions for youth. They live in a time of precarious employment, burdensome student loans, and fewer housing options.
0: The mayor is the voice of our city, the person who people across Hamilton listen to and look to for leadership. How will you lead us during the next four years to reduce poverty and improve quality of life for Hamiltonians?
1: Every poverty expert I've spoken to agrees that the biggest issue and the most vital issue in solving poverty or reducing poverty greatly is housing security. I've already gone into that in my housing platform, but I'm also open to improving the economic conditions of the city to allow for more private sector investment and employment, which in turn builds our commercial tax base and allows us to invest in anti-poverty measures and relieve some of the burden on residential property taxes. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting.
0: Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates such as the top three They feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked
1: ballots? Some of the most serious and important problems with municipal elections are the turnouts. Unfortunately, in this city, approximately 30% of the people vote in municipal elections. That's 3 out of 10 people. We need to at least double that. If we get to that point, I feel the full benefits of ranked ballots will be achieved, and I will be for that 100%.
0: How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years.
1: I'm a big believer in measuring outcomes and working against these honest assessments. It's why, for instance, I strongly believe that an auditor general type role makes sense for our city. We need to make sure that for all the property taxes we are collecting, that we are pushing to define the outcome we are looking for and analyze whether the decisions we have made are leading to that outcome. I will strive for openness, candor, and availability. I will use every communication tool at my disposal to engage the public. I will enlist advisors who can work with council, staff, and public in a positive manner. As mayor, you will chair the hiring committee, which will
0: choose Hamilton's new city manager. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager?
1: The city manager's job is the most challenging staff position in the city. The strategic plan lays out a broad blueprint for the direction of the city, but it's not an owner's manual the city manager must be nimble and adaptable to changing circumstances and opportunities. The new city manager will need to possess the ability to maintain a balance between the needs of council, while at the same time provide respected leadership to a management team that itself consists of strong leaders. In between those sometimes competing objectives, the new leader needs to possess creativity and imagination, as well as an outstanding level of personal integrity.
0: It's 2022. The
1: public record is
0: writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term as mayor, and what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole?
1: Well, for my term and for council, productive, impactful, and collaborative.
0: Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks
1: that you wish to share? Thank you, Joe, for this. This is wonderful, and I hope to do many more of these in the future. I entered public life to offer myself in service to the city I love. I am seeking a chance to apply my energy and skill to making Hamilton a better place. We can continue to pursue the failed and divisive policies of the past, or we can strike out in a bold new direction. The new government has offered Hamilton a once-in-five lifetime opportunity to invest in our future through transit system that connects the entire city. If you want to stop Fred's train and instead invest in the entire community, I humbly ask for your vote. Let's not lose this opportunity.
0: Thank you for joining us for this podcast. I wish to thank the Hamilton Public Library, Turner Park Branch, for the use of their makerspace where we recorded the podcast. This has been episode 101 of The Public Records, The 155 Podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local independent reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of The Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of The 155 Podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.